Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Listen and grow as Dell questions the status quo, encourages you to think differently, and empowers you to make a better life. Get ready as Dell challenges core beliefs, seeks the truth, and reveals the roadmap to the lifestyle you really want. And now your host, multi-millionaire, national award-winning investor, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today, my friends, is Tell Del Tuesday. And with us here today is Salise and Philip Stevens out of Norfolk, Virginia. Interesting couple. I can't wait to get a bunch of questions in. Uh, Philip is a Navy chaplain and sleeps a stay-at-home mother and wife. And uh, we look forward to getting a lot of good information from you guys. Welcome to the show. Hey, Dale. Awesome. We're super pumped. Good morning, Dale. Well, we're pumped to have you here, Salise. <laughs> <laughs> I got lots of stuff to ask you guys today because um, I'm interested in your story. I've had touch with you before, but, um, you know, it looks like the story has progressed wonderfully since we've last spoke. So let's go ahead and let's start for the listeners that have never heard you guys before. Talk about what in your life made you decide you wanted to look into something along the lines of passive investing. Well, uh, I'll start it off, Dale. So, uh Basically, you know, um, we joined we joined the military, joined the, the Navy, uh, went down that road, and you know, and uh, I guess we soon began to realize that uh, you know there's got to be something more than just you know living you know the the, the usual routine, the W two job, and so we began to kind of venture out and that always had something in the back of our mind, kind of wondering what it is, and uh, so uh, yeah, and so a few years later, you know. Our brother John introduced us to it, lifestyles, and we begin to get listen to you guys and get more involved and took the two day and all that. And so that's when we really, really understood, you know, that there is something that we can do beyond a W two job that's going to help set us up in the future financially. So that's kind of how we got started, you know, very, very, very generally speaking. Yeah. Now you guys have done wonderfully. We're going to get into the results that you've had. Uh, I can't wait to share those with everybody but before mm-hmm. i'm sitting here on a question philip i've got to ask i tell people all the time you are only like 10 percent of the people out there uh if you think you you know you can relate to people you're wrong you only relate to 10 percent, and, and if and 10 percent is probably a lot it's probably less than 10 percent. so we all have these little genres we fit into in society I wanted to corner you and ask you, all right, you're a military guy. That is a genre itself. And you're a chaplain, a religious side. That's a genre itself. You mix those and you've got doing my share for the country. I'm there. I'm, you know, patriot. And then you go, I'm a patriot for God. I'm sitting here working for the, for the man, right? So I work for the man and I work for the country. Exactly. But neither one of those two, if there, if you look at any of the promotional ads in uh-huh. either one of those, come be a pastor or come be a chaplain <laughs> or come be a military guy, in none of them do they say, and get rich and be successful. <laughs> none of them. In any of their advertising genre have I ever seen there be an ad for be successful financially. 
How do you square this with people who go, you're a chaplain. I thought you had a vow of chastity, of being poor and, and having nothing. How do you square that with people? One of the way I look at, you know, being, being a Christian, coming from that belief, being a man of, of God and a chaplain, you know, I, I used to be under that poverty mentality. But the more I read about, you know, delving into the religious side of that and, and the biblical principles is, is the teaching is be fruitful and multiply. In other words, be, be productive. I mean, God, God's given us a great country in which we live. God's given us great talents and abilities and skill sets, and he's putting certain laws of, of building wealth into place in this natural world in which we live. And so uh, I just believe it just naturally comes part of it, you know, just you know, tap into that, what God, all the blessings and the goodness that God has for us. I mean, and, 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 and that's how I look at it. I serve a great God, so why shouldn't I, you know, partake of it and, and be a testament of, hey, this is what God can do for me. He can do the same thing for you in this wonderful country in which we live. And so that's kind of how I approach it uh, and kind of, kind of sell it to people we are. One of my favorite stories, Philip, is in the Bible is the story about the guy who has to go away for a while and he leaves his talents with, I think it's three sons, I think is what it is. And two of the sons just totally do nothing with them. And one of the mm-hmm. sons prospers and he comes back, gets mad at the other two sons that did nothing with the money he left them. So, but we protected it, dad. Yeah, sure. Right. You wasted it. You didn't produce anything with it. And the one son who produced something, he took all the talents away. And by the way, talents could be considered money. It could be a, a barter exchange. It could be, there's so many parallels that go through that, you know, what it was really supposed to be in the Bible. But the bottom line is, whether it be your natural talent you wasted or it be your God-given money you wasted, to waste your money slash talent in life is almost a sin if you really read the Bible closely. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah, I I agree with that. I mean, like you said, you know, the, the Bible says he is, uh, he had, his plans for us is to prosper us and not to harm us and give us that expected end. So, you know, along with that, along with that story that you just alluded to, I mean, for sure, I mean, God's, God's plan for us is to do what's, what, what He gives us to be responsible, but also to grow that. You know, I mean, God wants to bless us, but if we don't have anything to give well, for Him to bless, you know, what is He going to bless, right? So it's kind of like He expects us to, to put into play what, the, what opportunities that He gives us and what things that we learn in this life to put into play to be used, you know, not only for him, but also for, for the prosperity in which we, we, that we have in this country. So, so Philip, I'm not picking on you, man. I just uh, I love the no, opportunity I... to be able to share this with you. Um, one of the pet peeves I've had my entire life um, is when I meet a religious individual who has taken on the vow the chastity of poverty, and I'm going to go out and I'm going to give and I'm going to, you know, do all this stuff. I said, you know, wouldn't it be better if you were going to give? You want everybody to give 10% of being broke. So you got a church, and you got all these guys in your church, and, the, and they're all broke. They're all really low-end people, and they're giving 10% of nothing as their tithe. Doesn't it make sense that before I give you all my 10% that I should go out and make millions so I can give you 10% of a million? Um, you understand what I'm yeah. saying? In other words, if you're completely broke and you give 10% of broke, how do you ever not get broke? Uh, you're right. I agree with you. I agree wholeheartedly with you. It's, it's yeah. It's the idea of how how can I give something that I don't have, 
right? Or, you know, I think... I think I'll take it one step too. further. I'm going to take it one step further, and that is, why don't I have more to give? Mm-hmm. I'm really letting the church down. I should be out there yeah. earning more. And I need yeah. this 10% today to buy me a car so I can get a job. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. All right. I'm with you well, on that one. I just wanted to throw that out there. It's one of my pet peeves, and you got stuck being in front of it. Oh, watch out for flying saucers and Dell's weird concerns in life. They're out there. Oh, that was great. All right, so let's move on, man. Um, let's talk about how you found You found us through your brother. Uh, what went through your head when you went through the two-day? I always like to go back to that two-day and say, what were the aha moments? How did it change your perspective? Either one of you. Yeah, sure. So for me, it was... Um, you know, when I heard the explanation of how you uh, secure a single home, family home, or multifamily and how the loan and all the hard cash and loans and things like that, and then how you would use that, the equity, to kind of, you know, purchase and, and invest in other properties, I was, that for me was like, wow, I mean, I really hadn't thought of it that way because I didn't, you know, I, I just, I was never around that growing up. And so I was, and so that's the first time I've heard something like, plainly put it that way that this is how this is the beginning of how you can make it and so for me that was the aha moment i was like wow that makes sense yeah and then once we got more involved and we joined just two days after and uh as passive investors and so we started taking the education and they you just go through it they they provide it all online and then right away we were connected to hundreds of syndicators and so that for us that it was the education and then the mentorship and then right there we had all the connections we needed through lifestyles that was incredible that's what's made this possible so why did you guys start with passive investing instead of single family houses or your own small apartment well uh Salik and i have you know been you know throughout our marriage we've dabbled in and out of kind of remodeling and helping remodel family houses and things like that and helping family sell and things. So we've done that. We've had, you know, started to open up a few rental cabins in Alaska that we built mm-hmm. and ran that for a bit. And so at this point, Felice and I were like, you know, we've done kind of the hands-on. We were looking for more of something passive because we didn't really want to be down in the weeds yeah. anymore. And so that was yeah. what was attracted to us in that passive multifamily. Yeah, having the freedom with our time, yeah. Well, let's get into that before we get into the numbers, because the deals are really great. Um, so I'm trying to get in as much about you before we get into the deal, because they may forget about us once they see the numbers. <laughs> but bottom line, how old are you guys now? By the way, I forgot how old you are. So I just turned 40 and so it's 41. OK, let's go back and let's talk about, you know, you said Stephen said, or I'm sorry, Philip said, we're just not around that. Right. Philip. Yeah. Right. Tell us about the story of the chickens and the. And they, I mean, last time you were here, you told me a story that just blew my mind. That where you guys met and how you grew up and you know where you lived and I was going, holy smokes, what a story! Can you share that story again, real quick, with people? Yeah, sure. So, so actually, I I, I was kind of tricked into this. To be honest with you, Dale. I thought I was marrying some money. And I thought, look, I mean, I've just been waiting for it. And when I get out of this deal, when I married her, 14 chickens and two goats. But, hey, that works out. <laughs> but in a more serious note, yeah. So when we first got married, uh, we did, we uh, 
you know, I was unemployed at the time because I was in between jobs, kind of got laid off from one. We got married. We lived, um, we kind of remodeled a, uh, a workshop that her grandfather had in the back of his house. So we remodeled that, turned that into an apartment, and that's where we lived. And then after that, you know, that's when we acquired uh, 14 chickens and two goats. And so that, that that's where Solis kind of really learned how to cook eggs. You know, to the tea. And so, uh, we, we, <laughs> so that was, that was an amazing time in our lives. We ate a lot of eggs, but, um, yeah, that's where, that's where it started. And, you know, and that's, that, that's before I got started. I could do with the military. Yeah, and our uh, income at the time was $825 a month. And I had some school debt. So about a third of that was going towards the school debt. So needless to say, we got really good at cooking eggs and, I'd like to offer to all the listeners today my book on 101 ways to prepare eggs. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna I'm gonna take you I'm gonna take you back into this. Uh, now I know why you're a chaplain because you got massive, massive, massive belief. Um, you know, it, how do you get married when you're broke and unemployed? And and not be afraid. I mean, you two drew together and said, "Hey, we can get through this world no matter what, even though we don't have, uh, we we don't even have anything at all. We haven't got our thirteen chickens and two goats yet, even. You know, what what is well, it that that makes a, a couple feel that strong about getting through life together, even though you've got nothing to start with? That Philip, I had already vowed that I would never ever marry a preacher. And then I also thought, man, why would these girls marry guys in the military? They just up and leave, you know, long amounts of time. Then I met Philip, and I said, what do you do? And he said, well, um, I'm a preacher in the military. And so I ended up with him. But I'll tell you what caught my eyes. He was driving this old beat-up car, and he didn't have a car payment. And I've seen all these other guys, and they had big, fancy pickup trucks with a big, big car payment. And so I knew this guy's going somewhere. Wow. You went for the conservative person, even with two strikes against him. I mean, military and chaplain. Boy, what a loser. what I wasn't looking for. What a loser, Philip. I mean, you're lucky she picked you up. I know. I'm a best friend. That's amazing. Because he had a paid in full car. Man, were you guys ever Dave Ramsey followers? We did, um, and I tell you, you know, he is the reason we had $200,000 saved, and we were able to start doing the passive investing. We had been very conservative with our spending and budgeting, and we had done his course actually the first year we got married. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. So we started with some capital uh, because of, you know, very good principles in life, good savings Mm -hmm. and conservatism. Let's talk about the first, well, let's see here. You've done a total of 11 deals is what I'm seeing in front of me. Is that up yeah, to date? Yeah, and or? we just closed our 12 deals. All right, 12 <laughs> deals. And um, it looks like you guys have really made some gains because you've sold a bunch of these, and you've got some turnaround money here. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about that. Let's talk about the first one here in Denton. Yeah. So, so who wants to take over spoke, and do the numbers for us? I'll do it. So last time we spoke, we had finished – selling one property when we talked back in September. And since then, um, we have sold, it'll be a total of five next month, but four total. So, yeah, this year alone, we're going to sell three. 
first half of the year. So it's pretty exciting. So on the four that you've sold and the one more you've got going right now, what is love? Well, we've got to go to break. We'll be right back. We'll come back to the numbers, okay? We'll be right back with Solis, Philip, and the Del Wamsley Radio Show. to creating the lifestyle you really want. Keep listening. The Del Wamsley Radio Show returns in moments. Del Wamsley on the economy and politics. What happens if the economy turns around and goes back down now the Democrats are in power or inflation becomes rampant? And all of a sudden, it becomes very difficult to do business. I was listening to an economist the other day, and he pulled out this chart of GDP. He said, look, here's what I want you to do. He said, tell me anywhere from 1950 to 2021 where the Democrats took power and where the Republicans took power. He said, point it out for me. And the truth of the matter is you can't tell. If you're sitting on the sidelines waiting to see what the politicians are going to do or waiting to see what the economy is going to do, if you're trying to predict the future, stop. Politicians and the economy have no bearing on your success or failure. Only you do. Register for the next live online free workshop. We'll unfold the map to retirement in five years or less, regardless of what's going on in the world. It's the same proven strategies we've been using for 30 years through every political party and economic cycle you can think of. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. You're hearing the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Want more life-changing knowledge? Access our podcast and listen on demand at lifestylesunlimited.com under the radio tab. Now your host, Dell Wamsley. Welcome back to Dell Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today on Tell Dell Tuesday is Celeste and Philip Stevens out of Norfolk, Virginia. Uh, as we went to break, uh, they were just starting to break down some of the deals they've done. They've done 12 different deals uh, since 2020, 32 months worth of profits, and those are quite impressive. So let's pick it back up, guys. Uh, whoever wants to pick up this ball and run with it, tell us about the deals and the profit in each deal. I want people to hear what these numbers are. Um, so back in November, just after we spoke with you in September, two months later, our apartment sold. Ed Faulkner was the lead on that. He's amazing. So we had that one just under two years. We invested $50,000. And it grew over 51%. So that's over 25% return annualized. I don't know anywhere else you can do that. That added another 25 grand to, to our 50. And what do you think we did? We reinvested it. In fact, we did it within less than uh, two weeks. And then in March, we had one sell. That was Forrest and Catherine. That one grew over 91% in two and a half years. And that's 36% annualized. And uh, what do you think we did with that money? Less than 24 hours, we reinvested it. And this is just what you can do in lifestyles. This is how they connect you with the syndicators. You, you don't have to sit around with that money losing value. You can immediately put it in. And I've got to mention Sean and Amanda. There's uh, sold. We just sold this one last month. And... Um, it grew 80% in just 20 months, and so that's a 48% return annualized. And guess what we did with that money? 
We reinvested in less than 24 hours in uh, a new deal, and so that just closed, and we're super excited. So how did you get such a good grasp of the numbers, Celeste? Are you financially inclined? Have you taken studies for it, or is this something you've just accumulated? I had to actually get a tutor in math. I had to get a tutor. I'm not good with um, I. Not strong. It's not my strong point, but I just I tell you when you when you start to realize the the influence you can have in your family's lives and the people around you, these numbers just come alive, and you you want to understand them because you want to do better the next year, and you want to understand what you're doing right and how you can improve. It's a beautiful thing, Philip. How do you see these numbers? What what is most important to you about all these numbers? The most important thing to me, I believe, is uh, being able, I mean, because I hear you all the time say, you know, that the, uh, one of the biggest expenses you'll have is, is, is Uncle Sam reaching his, into your pocket. And so I think for me, seeing that the tax benefit of, of these invest, multifamily investments is really, really the big kicker for me. I mean, I, I, I love, you know, turning over the properties and I love reinvesting the money. But when I see what it does on the tax end of it and how much more you can save because mm-hmm. of the tax benefits, for me, that's yeah. like amazing. Well, you've got the message and you've got it down pat. And obviously, you've got the system now to reinvest and continue to grow your wealth. So I see no problem with you hitting a million and then two years from there, two million. And if you keep up what you're doing until you get to be my age, you'll be worth tens of millions of dollars because it just grows exponentially. So that part of the whole system is is it's done. It works. And you and you're sticking with it. That's great. So let's talk about what is this meant to your communication with people around you, your family members, your neighbors, your friends, Maybe even some of the people that you pastor. What what is it meant to you, or meant to the to your life and your relationships with other people? To now know how the financial world really works and how people do get money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, I'm just thinking back to our last interview when we told you when we first got married. There was times when we didn't have enough money in gas to just go visit our family an hour and twenty minutes away. And so this year, how has that influenced our family? We're going to take our whole family to Hawaii. That's how it influences them. And when they see us prospering, it gets their attention, you know, and it's just, it's contagious. Uh, My dad is a member. My brother's a member. My cousin, my second cousin has now joined this year. My aunt, who's um, in her 80s. And so, yeah, it's just. You just can't put a price tag. I know there's people listening who want to help their parents, their siblings, their community. They want to give generously. This dream is possible. Lifestyles makes that possible. Dale, you made that possible. Thank you. It gives you the opportunity, like, to take care of that vacation for your family. What other givebacks do you have in your life that you're proud of and or not, you know, the word I'm looking for is humbly giving back. To society that way. What are the kinds of give backs you guys working on that allow you to get that that really deep feeling of success? Because I've always said you can't really say that you're successful until you have enough to give a little away. If, if you're still groveling for more and there's nothing left of you in your life to give a little away, then you're not really there. So where are you guys at on the give back part of it? Yeah. So um, 
So this year, I mean, when we, I believe when we talked back in September, we had mentioned that we were able to put a young lady we have met uh, through college. So we're continuing to do that. So she just finished her second year there uh, at, at school. And then this year, we also, because the the games we've had, we were able to put a young man through college as well. I mean, and so that's been a real big blessing. I mean, we can actually meet that need, and that's due to uh, these real estate investments. So that's something that we really are grateful for. Um, mm-hmm. And then one other note, uh, significant, would be that we we were just able and actually just got back from the trip to Israel, which was a lifetime dream that we had. And so that was a, a blessing as well, mm-hmm. all in part principles that we've learned and put into play that lifestyles has called us. Mm-hmm. When Philip and I first got into this, we were like, okay, we don't want to just start making money and reinvesting it and then not be able to start giving, because that was one of our dreams was to be able to give immediately. And so we said, well, what can we do? So we thought, let's dedicate the quarterly distributions. Whatever comes in from those, that's what we're going to use to bless people in our communities and all over the world. And so just to date, Two and a half years, 32 months, we're at over 31,000 in just quarterly distributions that we've given out. And none of this, I say in pride, this is all to the glory of God. This is amazing. And then the other thing I got to add to this is when you, when you have this ability to give, it frees you up to invest in people because your focus has shifted. You're no longer thinking about piling up for your future. Whatever comes through your hand, it's like, okay, what can I do with this now? I don't have to wait. So it's just been life-changing. So are you telling me that all those gains you talked about were just on the capital end side of the deal and that the cash flow you actually were sucking out of the deals and they're not a part of all yes. that capital, all those gains? So the, so the numbers I gave you, they're all including like the 51% it grew, the, oh, man, the, uh, 91%. That all includes the, the everything. So that okay. could be distribution, sales, everything. But what we do is we take out the distributions and as they come in, and those are what we put out there to work for other people. And then we immediately just reinvest what we've, our original investment, and then whatever the gains are on that. We, we don't touch that money. We reinvest it. I'm yeah. going to give it to you in a form that you can understand. You never touch the flock. You just keep getting more chickens, and you give away the eggs. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, my word. You're we so never cool. butcher the chickens. We don't eat no. chicken. We just eat eggs, and we give away as many eggs as we can. Yes. yes. That's right. <laughs> right? There you go. Exactly. <laughs> Simple mathematics. That's all it takes. Folks, I've always said and I've only got one minute left for you to answer this question if you have something serious to say. Uh-huh. I've always said that real estate changes people. Mm-hmm. It changes you as a human being, as a person. How have you changed through this experience? My confidence has grown so much. You know, you complimented me on knowing my numbers and just being able to do this radio broadcast is it's a huge leap for me and my background and so it's given me a lot of confidence. And I think for me too, it's kind of reestablished our you know, our faith in, in God and what we believe the Bible teaches about, you know, like you alluded to earlier, when God gives us something, put that to work yes. and let God bless it. And that lifestyle and in, in, mm-hmm. in investing has really brought that truth mm-hmm. to present in our lives. Yeah. 
Well, guys, I really appreciate you coming on and sharing your story with everybody because it's a wonderful story. And uh, I guess I look forward to seeing you come on again since you just bought another one. You're up to 12 now, huh? Oh, well. yeah. Yeah. Well. Can I leave in, with an encouragement? Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. I would just encourage people, you know, sometimes you read books and you go to seminars and you save money, maybe you enjoy lifestyle, but until you get that seed in the ground so it can grow, until you do the deal, it's a perception that you're an investor, but you're not until you get that seed in the ground. So I just encourage people to, to do those big steps and put the money down and join. Last question, 10 seconds. How did that first passive payment feel? Amazing. Simply life-changing. I was hooked from then, from then on, hooked. <laughs> the first yep. one that comes in the mail always does it. Guys, thanks for coming on and sharing. I appreciate it. The rest of you out there, these people aren't doing this for just money. They're doing it for a quality of lifestyle. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow. Listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Want more of Dell's unconventional wisdom? Go to lifestylesunlimited.com and click the radio tab. Listen to past shows, hear podcasts on demand, and find out how you can change your life today. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show is part of the Lifestyles Unlimited Radio Network. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.